1: Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 6 of the Mom Hour. I'm Megan Francis, here as always with Sarah Powers. How are you doing, Sarah? I'm great, Megan. How are you? I am pretty good. Today is the last day of school for my kids, Um, so we are looking forward to, you know, kind of getting into a more relaxed mode (laughs) of living I know yes. you're not quite there yet, but... oh, no, we
0: have two more weeks. It's about as see. late as anybody goes. So if you listening out there also go until June 19th, I think we That's are late. now among the minority and I'm with you. Solidarity.
1: In, yeah. Well, today we're going to be talking about summer shortcuts. Um, yes. We're really excited about that because it is something we wrote extensively about last year. So we're going to talk mm-hmm. a little bit about some of the tips we gave last year and also um, an ebook we have coming out, yeah. which you, if you listen have an opportunity to get a free copy. So don't Yay. stop listening. Just nope. keep listening and you'll stay find out us. how. Stay the with us. The whole time. <laughs> the whole time. Sarah, we both know this time of year can be crazy. So this is a great time to get ahead with no prep, no mess meals from our sponsor Factor. I love how these meals are ready to eat and delivered right to your door. I mean, you can't beat that convenience, but most importantly, they're seriously delicious.
0: That's code MOMHOUR50 at factormeals.com slash MOMHOUR50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Okay, Megan, like many of our listeners, I'm sure I've been doing some spring cleaning in my closet lately, and it always feels so good to get rid of clothes I'm not wearing, things that don't fit or that aren't my style anymore. But you know what I realized? All of my Vionic shoes are always in the keep pile.
1: Okay, so let us launch into our topic. And Sarah's going to guide us through this week because I am in a very frazzled state of mind, which... you got a lot going on. I've got a lot going on. It's kind on. of a miracle we're even recording right now. <laughs> I know, it really is. <laughs> this is my happy time today. Yeah,
0: yeah it'll be fun. Um, so, okay, so what we're going to talk about today are little ways to make your life easier, moms, during the summer. Because even though it's supposed to be carefree and fun, if you have school-aged kids and they are all of a sudden home all day, every day, and that's not the situation for everyone, but um, if, if they are home more than they were during the school year, it can mean a lot more work. I think that's something that both you and I have realized, yes. Megan, is like all of a sudden there's more snacks, there's oh more gosh, like yes. clothes, there's yep. more changes of clothes. You're going swimming or you're going to the beach or so... Um, last summer we did a series on the blog that this summer we're revisiting and turning into a brand new ebook called Summer shortcuts and it's just little tips and hacks to make your life easier as a mom and I think you'll find us pretty lazy when we really tell you about <laughs> how um, how we have these shortcuts in our lives, both you and me. Um, I think all of you listeners out there might be like, wow. We're setting guys. the bar really low we're, for you guys. So, you know, if, you, if you're you welcome. If you even one little tip from <laughs> us, um, we hope your life will be easier. Yeah. So, before we get into that, we're going to feature four. Um, there's nine total in the ebook. So, nine little ways. And we kind of tell stories from our families and why these little tips work for us. But we're going to feature four today. And at the end of the show, we will tell you how to get this ebook for free. By doing nothing other than just listening to us tell you how to do it. It's yeah. going to be super easy. So thank you. We just feel really, really thankful for the listeners who have come with us this uh, first few episodes. Yeah, so we're excited to give it to you. We're going to tell you about four, and then you can read about the rest in the copy of the ebook. Um, but first, we're going to go back to a couple little fun segments. Um, Megan, when we started this, I thought it would be fun to do a couple recurring segments every week to kind of help listeners get to know us. And then you and I have a way of filling an entire hour with like we would our just talk topic all the way. of conversation. <laughs> what? And like Us? In, in, one, in one recording, you're like texting me in the middle, like drop the segment, drop the segment. <laughs> <laughs> abort, abort. <laughs> um, and so since today's topic, I have a little more flexibility with how much time it's going to take. So I would love to hear from listeners after you're done listening to this. Um, and if you're, if you've become a regular listener, let us know if these are things that you like to hear. We're going to, um, we're both going to talk about a little product or uh, something in our lives that's made our lives easier this week. We did that in the very first episode and I love listening to podcasts where the hosts talk about a product or a website or something that they love. Cause I often get really good, um, you know, ideas for things from that. Mm -hmm. However, you know, if it's not something that's interesting to you, also let us know that. So, um, Do you have anything to add to that, Megan? No, I just think,
1: you know, we're experimenting. This is episode six. So this is all, you know, In we're figuring things out as we go. But I think this is, I also enjoy listening to people talk about you know, little, little tips tip of the week. We need a name. If we like. do
0: it, we need a name for it. Cause I, I feel like other podcasts I listen to that do this, they always have a catchy name and I'm but like, how you know about that, part the- oh, about that
1: part where we're going to talk. Yeah. That part where we're going to talk about that thing, the yeah. thing where we're going to do the thing. We'll, th- so, we'll, we'll think of something official we'll for next of time.
0: Snazzy if you guys like it. So <laughs> let's do that first. Um, I have a little product that I would love to feature that I have no relationship with. I just am obsessed with it. Um, so I'll go first if you want. Absolutely, um, go for it. So mine is, it's a popsicle mold, like a make-your-own popsicles. Um, but I have had a tough history with making my own popsicles because I feel like historically these these molds have been hard to clean. Disappointing. <laughs> yep. The sticks fall out yep. or you lose the parts or they're really hard to get out of the mold. So then you run hot water for like 10 minutes over the thing that you've just spent four hours freezing. And then it's like a big commitment and then I always try and make them healthy and my kids don't eat them. So what sounds like a really fun like summer project has never worked for me. And then I got um, this product is Zoku mini pop molds. Now I've since found out Zoku is a pretty popular popsicle mold brand. I hadn't heard of it, but I think they're pretty popular, but these are mini ones. So what they look like, they're about, I don't know, they're probably about an ounce and a half. So they end up looking about the size of like a cake pop, you know, Mm -hmm. like those little, and they pull right out of this silicon mold, silicone, um, you know, mold. So when they pull out, they're like this, almost like an ice cube size, not yeah. much bigger than. Um, so they're small, which is one thing that's fun, which means they freeze fast. And also like the kids, like Violet is just two, almost two and a half. So she doesn't need a whole lot. And I've been freezing um, vanilla yogurt with like a single blueberry in there. And she thinks it's like ice cream and it's not like, I didn't work that hard to make some healthy recipe, I literally just scooped a little vanilla yogurt in each one. Um, So they're super, and the way that they um, pop out is so easy, like she literally can open the freezer and get them herself and she can eat three of them if she's really hungry because I've just been making pretty healthy ones. So they're super fun and cute. And, um, they have made making popsicles like actually fun, which is what I thought they were supposed to be. And I've never had good luck. So that's mine. I'll link to it in the show notes. It's called Zoku is the brand, um, mini pop molds and they're on Amazon for like 18 bucks. And it's super easy.
1: That seems like the kind of thing that, um, you could also use if you were freezing baby food. Yes. Oh my gosh, I hadn't thought about that, but yeah,
0: baby food, leftover smoothies. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, the the fact that this technology has come so far from right. when we were pouring hot water over like horrible oh. molds. Anyway, it's so funny that it took so, them them that long to. I know. Something out. And then it's like the <laughs> I feel right? like I'm an evangelist. Like I'm right. like, no, really, <laughs>
1: these are so awesome.
0: So anyway, that's my little feature of the week.
1: Well, speaking of products that I can't believe weren't in, already invented, um, but maybe have been in some other form. I've just never seen anything like this. So my product this week, my pick of the week, <laughs> is um, something that, okay, so this is the very first time I've ever responded to a Kickstarter or oh. donated to a Kickstarter, except, you know, maybe if it was like a friend of the family or right. something. Right. <clears throat> um, they're called, I have to look at the name of it just to make sure I get it right. They're called Recap Mason Jars Flip Caps. Ooh. So what it is, and I haven't actually gotten mine yet. So hey, I could be promoting a product that's <laughs> going to stink. But it looks like we pretty, will follow up. It kind good. of looks so basic. Like how could they possibly get it wrong? Right. So I know you and I both talked about our uh, you know abundance of mason jars yes. a few years ago. My sister-in-law, Jenna, and I went on this huge canning spree. We can and can and can, and then as we used up the canned goods, we just had all these jars, and we haven't really done a similarly huge canning session since. So we were using was drinking glasses for a long time, but I actually just replaced them. I went on Etsy and got a bunch of vintage drinking glasses because I just felt like drinking out of real glasses again instead of jars. It was fun for a while, but so now I just have all these jars and I have nothing to do with them, and I'm trying to find different uses. Um, And I always look at them like, they're such a great container, but they're not very versatile. You have to, you know, take the top off and then right. stuff just right. kind of slops out. Right. So this is, they have two different sizes and it's a cap that flips up and then has like a sprinkle top. Oh, so okay. So one okay. has like a fine mesh and like one has like bigger holes. Okay. So you could use kind it Kind of like hold... the top of like the old fashioned diner sugar. Exactly. That's what I'm picturing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. And do they well, more like a, Almost more like yeah. a powdered sugar you know, cause it's got lots yes. of holes, not just yes, the yes, ones. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, and you could use it for anything from like, you know, big pepper, you know, like the um, red pepper mm-hmm. flakes with mm-hmm. the bigger ones, or I'm planning on using it for powdered sugar Yeah. and yeah, it flips up. So then the top comes down and covers it. So it just feels like there's just multiple ways that you could use yes. such a product. And I'm really excited about I mine is coming. What about cause... liquids?
0: Would it work with liquids like a salad dressing mm-hmm. or a, or it's and more meant for those. I think
1: it's more meant for salads yeah. and spices and things. That's cool. a good question, though. Maybe they'll come out with different hole sizes in the future. I mean, I feel like you could. This could just be the beginning. Yes. Of you know. So it's called the recap mason jar flip cap, and I will um, link to. I think you still have to go through. The, um, Kickstarter. the Kickstarter to actually purchase them. I'm not, this is very new, uh, but I'm just excited that I actually donated to a Kickstarter and it actually funded. And now I get this free Mason jar flip cap thing, which I'm going to awesome. show when I get it. So that's
0: awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Um, all right. Well, moving on to our next little mini segment. Um, this was another thing we tried, I think in episode two is you and I are both on Instagram. We both like and use Instagram to share little snippets of our lives. So we thought we'd pick a moment from each other's Instagram from the last few weeks and kind of uh, talk about it or let you guys into a little you know, bit of our lives through Instagram. And we'll post these photos in the show notes, of course, so you can see what we're talking about. But- yeah. I before, a before, oh, oh sorry, I want to
1: say before we launch yeah. into this, I have to share that um, Clara stayed home sick from school this morning and spent the entire morning looking at Sarah's Instagram feed and critiquing, like critiquing all of her pictures. Sarah, it was so funny. She <laughs> would open one up picks. and she'd be like, "Hmm, twenty nine likes." Hmm. <laughs> and then there was one where um, I think it was Violet had like what looks like maybe popsicle around her lips. Yes. And Claire's like, why is she wearing creepy lipstick?
0: Oh, actually, that was lipstick. I oh, think. was it? But oh, she yes, was right then. It had
1: gotten into my purse. And then there was a picture of like avocado mashed on bread, and Claire says, "Why <laughs> would anyone take a picture of that?" Twenty three likes. It was hilarious. So I was finally like, okay, give me my phone back.
0: It's probably like a good. That's a good. Like, have a no filter six year old critique your <laughs> like your curated Instagram. Exactly. Like you
1: think you're so that's careful awesome. about it. Anyway, yeah, so share yours. That's awesome.
0: Okay, well, I discovered a photo of you wearing what appears to be a nun's costume and oh, habit. Do you have anything to say for yourself
1: about I, this? I do. How I am wearing an unofficial nun's costume. I don't think I'm allowed to wear an actual nun's an habit. Actual um, habit. I am in a production of a play called Nonsense, which opens tonight. Um, we're recording this the first Friday in June, and will run all all month. Um, and it's through the local community theater here, and I play Sister Mary Leo, who is the novice. None. So the youngest nun, okay. that's sort of train nun in training, okay. and also wants to be a ballerina. <laughs> so um, this has been a challenge for me in many ways. First of all, I am not young enough to be a novice. But as my <laughs> director said, when you put on the habit, uh, age kind of does tend to disappear. We all look sort of just unique. Yeah, you can't tell. Yeah. and all the other ca- cast members are are sufficiently older than me that it it works out. It works. Um, now the part that's the real stretch is the ballet. I have absolutely zero ballet training. I think I might've like learned the five foot positions at one point in my life. Other than that, nothing. So I've actually been relying on Sarah, but I sent you an email about work last week and it was like, "Da da I need this done with the site. I need you to check this post. And I was like, how do you do a tour? Yeah. And I
0: was like, I I have no idea if you actually want my information about that but I can actually provide it. So for those listeners who don't know, I have a I was I danced professionally into my 20s, mostly ballet, ballet and modern and have not touched the stuff in about 10 years. So I got to answer your questions about tights and shoes and oh, yeah. togas and I thought that fun. was fun.
1: I'm excited for you. So it's opening night. Are you it's ready? Night. Is the show ready? I did learn how to land my tour jete, Sweet. So my feet were getting stuck. Like I was trying to do like an ice um, like a figure skater land. Yeah, or... like more around.
0: Like... Yeah, like
1: I was trying to like stick the foot and right. then swing the leg around. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I yeah. just couldn't understand why it wasn't working. And then I watched that YouTube video you said it was so easy. It's it's a very yeah, simple they did move. A good job of... But I was overcomplicating it. Right. So right. I'm not gonna say I'm the most graceful person in the world. I'm not, um, but I did that move. I've got, so Sweet. I feel pretty good about it. You know, it's, it's is it, it is what it is at this pretty point. Ready? The opening? show is ready. This yeah. has been actually one of the shows that I, I feel most confident about going. It's a really hard show. There's the mute. There's tons of music, and it's hard music. And like oh, wow. four I know. and some point I mean, five I know of harmonies. Nonsense, but I have never seen it.
0: I don't think I know any of the songs.
1: Yeah, it's lots of harmony, and like I'm never, you know, I'm used to being either the melody line or. Or the second from the top. And in this show, I'm all over the place. So in some songs, I'm the bottom. In some songs, I'm the top. It's like really, it's very tricky. It's like taking a lot of thought. So I'm dancing, which I don't really do. And um, singing, which I do. But this is much more challenging than what I'm used to. But the cast is really good. And we're going to have a lot of fun. We're we're really excited to have an audience if there's locals cuz it'll run for a few weeks so just
0: yes. on the off chance we have people listening who are kind of yeah. local to you can they come uh, so you no, do it first they can't
1: come <laughs> yes they can come it's uh, twincityplayers.org it's in St. Joseph Michigan um, if you live anywhere from you know the Chicago area to anywhere west Michigan or Northwest Indiana, it's not that far of a drive. So, and is
0: it family friendly? I know we talked about. it when you did I mean, a it's mild. Show, so last night, I
1: have to share that last night we had a um, we had a small audience that was like a volunteer, like a kind of like a charity thing that we right. brought. In. So it was a much older audience. Okay. Um, for this organization called Hospice at Home, and so this woman. So there's a lot of audience interaction. And one of my fellow nuns sat down next to this older woman, this really much older woman and said, um, so how are you liking the show? And she said, I don't know. It seems pretty sacrilegious to me. Oh, but the funny thing is it it is but it's so. I mean, the show is thirty years old. It's so right. not shocking by it's anyone's not Book of standards. Oh god, no. It's not. I mean, like Book we of Mormon and nonsense. We should send that
0: to Book of Mormon. Oh my <laughs> gosh,
1: That's what John said actually. Um, it's it's not. I mean, for today's sensibilities, it's fine. There's a couple of sort of naughty jokes, but they're so mild. They're right. so tame compared to anything you would see on TV. Even that it's, it, yeah. It's fine. Right. You're, you know, the kids might not get it at all. They might be like, "Why are these? Right. Why are these penguins running around on stage?" They're not going to understand some of the jokes that are right. geared toward an older audience. But it's totally and the music's really fun and it's funny. So yeah, oh, that's I awesome. So. I'm excited for you. Oh, well, you look good and have it. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I I I did hear that. I and I also having the novice costume is a lot more flattering than the full nun costume because I can have oh, hair nice. sticking out. Yes, yeah, so like little Maria. shades of yes, yeah, shades of Julie Andrews. In yeah. There, so. yeah. 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 So um, can I talk about your, yeah, my favorite Instagram photo it. of yours? Okay, well, there was two. One is, just briefly, you had a picture of Reed in his Little League outfit. Oh, yeah. He's the same number as Owen. Oh, they're Little Leaguers. They're Little Leaguers, and Owen's number three, and um, Owen just made the All-Stars team, which Ooh, was surprising. Nice. But, so he'll be playing all summer, which I'm excited about. Do
0: they about. have um, their last name on the back of their jerseys in Owen's league?
1: No, they have their sponsor's name. Okay.
0: Yeah. Cause this was something I didn't grow up in a really team sports family mm-hmm. and I didn't play like team sports really. So I didn't know this, but like one parent on our team said, you know, when I was a kid, we waited till high school to get our name on the back of our jersey. Like it was such a big thing. A big you just deal. played in these rec leagues or little leagues. Yeah. And it was like, you didn't get that, you know, that acknowledgement till you had put in the years. And I had never thought about that because I just am clueless about it. Right, I could right, right, right. teach you how to do a tour jete, but I don't know. <laughs> and I like sports. I, I, I've always followed like professional sports, but we don't, I just didn't grow up in like a team sports family. And so I didn't realize that was, but I have, I have thought it was kind
1: of cute that their last names are on their jerseys, yeah, so I think, yeah, the picture is a It doesn't feel like a big deal to me yeah, um, yeah, one way or the other. I guess I could see if you were like, um, you know, like, this is how sports were, and you know, you earn right. it, yeah. and it I just, guess I could I see how to be off
0: Implication that they're a little bit, these guys are a little bit privileged in this day and age, or they're oh, made well, to feel
1: like, you know, which yeah. they are, probably. I mean, I mean there we, are kids on our, you know, on our, my son's Little League team, who's nine, who have... You know, very expensive equipment and had been right. playing for one year. It, it definitely, everything's right. been ramped up. Everything. Totally. So I agree with that to some extent. But yes. um, well, yeah. it little little says three. Yo Bub's yogurt, I believe. <laughs> <Okay>. Nice. <laughs> nice.
0: Reed's little three doesn't even fit because it's so big, it gets tucked into
1: his pants. Do you know yeah, like yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You can't even see the whole letter. There's nothing cuter than a little, a little boy in a, or a little girl it's in a so uh, baseball cute. uniform. It's adorable. <laughs> but that was like my aside. So the one okay. that I really wanted to talk about was your one where you're holding um, Violet in. In an ergo. Uh-huh. And there's two reasons I love this one. One is because obviously, unless you've got really mad selfie skills, you didn't take this picture.
0: I did actually.
1: You took this picture? Yeah. Uh-huh. How? Yesterday. Where is your well, arm? Spinning around like up in the air. You're good. Yeah. Thank you. I would thank never you. be able, I would never be able to get that angle. What I liked about it, I feel like all of my selfies with my kids is just me sort of goofily like grinning at the camera because right. that's the only kind of selfie I can pull off well I
0: didn't just... <laughs> I didn't even know if it would work but right. I held the camera up and she um so she wanted to get in the ergo we saw a baby we were outside the taekwondo studio this is just yesterday and I'll post this picture but we saw a baby in the ergo like another across the way and I was like oh remember so I, for those of you listening Violet's it's almost two and a half so she's getting past the baby wearing stage I, I still do it sometimes if we're going somewhere where I'm going to put her on my back for a while but it's it's Gets much less use than it used to, and I said, "Remember when you used to ride in the Ergo?" And she said, "I want to." And I was like, "All right, I have it in the car, so I put her in." And she's like, "Now I want you to spin." So she <laughs> wanted me to just like basically spin around. This is my thrill-seeking child. Yeah. So yeah, it's a cute picture. But yeah, I did take that. So now I I think I must have good selfie skills.
1: Yeah, you do. You really do. Well, it's a cute picture, and we loved our Ergo. For um, a friend of mine got it for me when. I was having William, and I used it for three kids, and it still. I gave it to my sister in law, and she used it for two kids, and it. I mean, it really held up. It's so
0: much more comfortable. It let me
1: wear so much longer. Do you feel like you wore
0: Clara longest because she was littlest? I think there's like a few. No, because
1: we had so many arms of people who carry her. That was she was one who actually got worn. I'm not going to say the least, but not very much because there was always someone with their arms out. So um, I feel like
0: because, and and also the space between Clara and the next is bigger in your family. Like I still had a two year old, two and a half year old when I had Violet. So Mm. I just was like, I feel like she got worn the most and the longest. And also she's so active that she wouldn't sit in a stroller. She wouldn't sit in a shopping cart. So for I, I never wore my other kids really into toddlerhood because mm. they just, they'd either walk or ride in a stroller or, you know, one of us would carry them. And so I've loved the Ergo because it really is still comfortable yeah. um, back or front. And of course, now I'm getting a little nostalgic because she's definitely my last and yeah. doesn't ride in it as much anymore. So when she asked, I was like, hop in. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Yep. Yeah, I would say Owen was the one who got the, most, who got the most wearing because at the time I also had a two year old when he right. was born. And then yeah. my other two were small. They were still right. young, too young yeah. to really carry a baby for any length of time. And so by the time Clara came along, I mean, it was like they would fight over who got to push yeah. her or carry yeah. her or hold her. And so I it wasn't that. really a big deal. I but love that. I know. It was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Well, gosh. Now, if we had yeah. tried to save all these segments for the end, we never would have gotten through them. <laughs> I know. I know. I'd be like, stop. Abort. Abort.
0: Um, no, I think that was fun. So do please let us know. Email us at hello at the or leave a comment on the show notes and let us know if either of these segments you should keep we should keep or toss or just do them occasionally. We're totally Open. We're experimenting and we love to hear from you. So that's Absolutely. hello at the or just go to themomhour.com and leave a comment on one of the show notes. So you ready to uh talk about some shortcuts? I am. Awesome. So again, if you're just if you if you tuned out for a second, this these <laughs> summer shortcuts are turned into an ebook for this summer. It's going to be available for purchase for most people, but free for you listeners, just for listening. And we'll tell you at the end of the show how to get that. Um, so we're gonna just kind of spotlight four of these shortcuts of ways to make your life easier in the summer as a mom. And the first one is the very first one we ran in this series. And when you wrote it last year, I was like, "Well, dang, I can't, I can't top that. That is like <laughs> the best shortcut ever. <laughs> like it is actually a real shortcut. And I think it's enough that not everybody's doing it. Like it's definitely right. like, whoa, Megan figured out how to cheat on this. So I am talking about putting kids to bed in their clean clothes for the next day. And I would like you to talk about this.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, (laughs) this wasn't like something that I just kind of like that I intentionally came up with, you know, it's not like I, um, often strategists, the best hacks sometimes just happen. Well, what ended up happening was, you know, as we got to the point where I had multiple children and Everything in the summer around here, it just – I've used this word before. It goes a little feral. I mean, I'm just saying, like, things just get a little lackadaisical. And it was kind of hard to keep up with the clothes. I mean, sometimes during the day, my kids will go through two or three changes of clothes if they play outside and they get dirt really dirty or they swim and they've got, you know, a swimsuit or whatever. And then adding pajamas onto that just became – really, it just was too much. right? And I started to notice that a lot of them were using clean clothes as pajamas. So this mm-hmm. actually started with my sons. Um, they would just go to bed in a pair of like sporty shorts. Mm-hmm. And then they'd wake up and take them off and put on a different pair of shorts. <laughs> and I was like, well, this is dumb. I mean, they're taking showers at night right. or baths at night and their beds are clean. So why would they wear shorts to bed and in the morning change out of their shorts and right. put on new shorts? Right. Um, all of their clothes are sufficiently comfortable. Claire is a little different. She has dresses and I wouldn't expect her mm-hmm. to sleep in those. But th- most of their clothes are just shorts and t-shirts and leggings and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I just started putting them to bed in their clean clothes. And then that was what they wore in the morning. And it just cut down on all of that morning. Right. Pile- clothes piling up everywhere. Kids walking around half-dressed. That was the other thing that used to drive me right. crazy. Like they'd be walking <laughs> around like with their pajama top. <laughs> Right and but they're shorts for the day. Right. Um. I don't have to buy as many pajamas, and it just. I mean, yeah. they're all they're all clothes. Right. I don't. Under- no. Really I understand love that. And and the you made a good
0: point that if you then if you do something like swimming or something right. midday, it's not like an additional like you don't you you haven't had then a, a new outfit that right. then is getting. So it's like cutting out an entire change of clothes. probably. Exactly. It's without cutting out a change. without really like any downside
1: yeah I mean, yeah and and it's funny because I think we got a little flack on, I can't remember if it was in the comments on the post or on Facebook or something and people were like that's gross and blah like oh, how lazy like, can you genius. be um yeah I mean it is pretty lazy how lazy can I be uh you haven't known me very long if you're asking that question because I could <laughs> be a lot lazier than that but gross I just don't to me it's not there's nothing unhygienic about it it's like sleeping in the same sheets at night right you know it's they're just it's fabric right and, <laughs> and I'm clean. also not I mean, if
0: you picture yeah. how like when are your kids ever cleaner than after a bath or a shower before right. bed
1: yeah. you know what I mean that yeah. is like so that's how they're getting into bed and then you know
0: then they sleep and then
1: they're up I'm right yep so supportive. for Clara if she's going to wear a dress the next day sometimes I'll have her wear the leggings that she's going to mm-hmm. wear with the dress and a t-shirt and then she'll just swap out the t-shirt for the dress And
0: I imagine too, when kids are younger, I mean, most of yours are self-sufficient in the morning, but it is, it just allows you a little less, uh, like cruise ship directing in the morning of like
1: (laughs) telling people to get dressed. And you you know what, one other thing that I think, another reason I think that I have a high comfort and tolerance level for stuff like this, for these kinds of shortcuts is that I've seen that as your kids get older, you lose so much control anyway. Um, we have this illusion when they're little that we can sort of create these healthy hygienic environments for them and we can make them stick to like certain rules of, you know, propriety or whatever it is, whatever it is that pajamas do for us. (laughs) The idea of having this like sleeping outfit, you know, I can't with my teenagers, I can't even get them to keep sheets on their bed half the time. I go down, I'll go into their room and there's no sheets. I'm like, this is disgusting. You're sleeping on a mattress. Like, oh no, the sheet rolled off last night. I just didn't feel (laughs) like putting it back on. So you, I've lost all illusion that I can control my kids' environment that much anyway. So that makes it a lot easier for me to just kind of throw my hands up in the air on certain things.
0: Well, I know, like, for me, when I read it, it just had never occurred to me. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I feel like it was one of those where it was, it is, it's a genius idea. And I think maybe there are people out there that it just feels gross, but for the rest of us, I think it's a gift you've given us. Oh, <laughs> gosh, I'm, I'm happy for Especially that. Especially <laughs> with the boy, the boy summer uniform. I agree with if it's like athletic shorts and a t-shirt. Right. It's like, yeah, totally. Yep. 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 Awesome.
1: All right. Well, uh, Oh, wait, number... wait, wait. I oh, want no, to talk... sorry. 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 I it's my fault. Um, I meant to address the flame retardantness thing, uh, retardantness of, of most pajamas, right. which I think is, I, that is a concern of parents. Yes. Um, I, we, we, I think it maybe addressed this in the post. I think you that did. is really a throwback to a time where kids were around, you know, open like flame. open flames <laughs> and things. And a lot of parents aren't crazy about the chemicals in mm-hmm. those pajamas anyway, mm-hmm. they stink. They tend to be like not very, you know, they, you can right. feel that there's something right. in them. Right. And so I just feel like as long as my kids aren't going to be like hovering around a fire in their clothes or whatever, I'm not worried right. about it.
0: In um, other words, if that wasn't something that you were a thousand percent committed to in pajamas, exactly. it's probably not going to be a it's- big leap. <laughs> To, exactly. It's not going to be a reason not to try this. Exactly. Approach. Okay, but just I, yeah, I just yeah, wanted to make that. I just wanted to add that
1: little caveat. Okay, go on.
0: <laughs> All right, so hack number 2 is one of mine, and this is another one that I feel like I stumbled on and has worked really well. And that is like one of the things that was driving me crazy about long days at home was that my older two kids who are now 7 and 5, but I started doing this probably when they were more like 3 and 5, you know, 5 and mm-hmm. 3. Um would get out either a craft project, um, say like rubber stamps and, you know, paper or Legos. And we're just starting at that point to get into like the big kid Legos, the smaller ones Mm -hmm. or a puzzle. And they would work on it for like 10 minutes and they'd, wander off and be done as little kids would do. And I, you know, if I had been like a strict in the post, I talk about Montessori, how, how in Montessori, like you get something out and you put it away on, you know, on the little trays and how, if I were like being strict about that, I would have them put it away before they got something else out. But in, in reality, in the summer, it's okay. I want them to be able to dabble. I want them to be able to, you know, wander off, do something else and come back to their puzzle. Um, So I don't make them put everything away in between. And the problem was, of course, that we just had so much stuff out all the time. And it was either up to me to organize it or put it away, or I just would get to the point where I was like, all right, everything, you know, put it away. So um, I started using baking sheets or cookie sheets um, for like individual projects. It works really well for craft projects or anything with small parts like Legos or beads or anything that's going to roll off a table. And I did kind of get that idea from Montessori because Montessori does use little trays yeah. for each individual project. Um, and it's like the perfect size. I feel like a normal size cookie sheet um, with a little edge around, not yeah. the flat kind you see now, right. but like the old school kind with a little, maybe three quarters of an inch lip around the whole edge. It's, it's big enough that if it's a craft project, they can spread out a little. It's not like you're asking them to stick to an eight and a half by 11, you know, keep it all contained. But it stuff doesn't roll off, and then you can pick it up. I would just pick it up off the table and put it somewhere where the baby couldn't get into it or where it was, like, not driving me crazy. If we need, then needed to eat lunch, it would just go off the table. So we'd have two, three, four cookie sheets of projects going at any given time, and it was a nice way to um, feel like I was keeping things from totally taking over but not making them put everything away in between every project. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah.
1: Sarah, I know music education is important to a lot of parents, but we also know parents and caregivers already have a lot on their plate. Our sponsor, Carnegie Hall Kids, is here to help. Their online resources can help facilitate music education and learning as a family for free.
0: Yeah, and we've talked about Carnegie Hall Kids in the past and all of their great educational games, quizzes and videos for kids and families. And now kids can check out their brand new Sights You Can Hear quiz, which plays a piece of music and then has you guess what visual image inspired it.
1: Our listeners may have heard the name Carnegie Hall because of their live performances, but they might not know about all the educational resources they also have for kids and families on their website. And the best part is everything on the Carnegie Hall Kids website is completely free. Listeners, start the musical journey early and go to kids.carnegiehall.org to check out fun, child-friendly games and quizzes. That's kids.carnegiehall.org. Absolutely. So
0: that's we still use that one. Reed still does it when he gets like, he does bigger Lego projects now, but he'll still use a cookie sheet when you first like dump out the pieces and kind of want to see where everything is without them rolling Rolling everywhere.
1: Yeah. That's so, that is brilliant. That's the kind Um, of thing I would never come up with on my own. So thank you. (laughs) Thanks.
0: Yeah. And then I I did say in the post too, like, do I ever bake on these baking sheets? Cause sometimes I'll let them do craft projects. And I said, yeah, it's kind of similar to your, uh, you know, flame resistant or your hygiene, like the question, it feels like, wait, then do you put cookies on something that had watercolor? And my answer is yes, because I'm using, Uh, everything the kids are using at this stage is non-toxic. I mean, we're using either homemade or non-toxic Play-Doh. We're using Crayola, washable, non-toxic. So I feel like soap and water, I wouldn't have them do like acrylic paints or something that was more hardcore, but a little bit of watercolor um, with then washing soap and water. Yes, I still bake on these cookie sheets. So if that is like too much in your discomfort level, it's kind of like (laughs) goes back to the pajama thing. But um, And then we also in the... In the ebook, um, I'll link to. There's another. Um, Ike- these IKEA trays that work well too. They're square and they have the same kind of little edge around the edge, but they're not quite as big. I think an old standard cookie sheet is a really good size for some of these projects. So that and you is- can
1: find smaller cookie sheets as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that is a perfect size. Claire has this little little ledge that she uses. She calls it her crafting area oh. in her sunroom, and it's too small for a standard size cookie sheet. Okay, but it is the right size for. You know, maybe like a nine by nine, like a nine by seven or something. I can't even tell exactly what dimensions are, but, um, and it's great. It's also great. Like she is really into Littlest Pet Shop right now. Mm -hmm. And Littlest Pet Shop have eight million tiny little accessories that the dog loves to eat if they fall on the floor. Yes. So it's, and if you just kind of dump that stuff in a basket, like you said, you can't see it. You know, it's, right. you gotta have it spread out. Right. So it's and, really Yeah, good and I think it's,
0: and it, yeah, totally. And I'll say one last thing about, uh, we have a finite number of cookie sheets. I think at one point we had, you know, two or three cookie sheets and then I do have these Ikea trays that are similar. And if there's no more, it probably means it's time to put something away. Like it was a good, <laughs> right. it was a good like natural barrier to getting too much out. Because if right. there's no more cookie sheets, it probably means you haven't really finished that puzzle or you're probably right. done with that watercolor and that we could clean it up and put it away so it was like a perfect i wasn't going to make them put everything away every time
1: before they got something else out but But when it comes down to like hey do you want mom to make cookies or do you want to keep that out
0: (laughs) right exactly so so that worked really well so that's my number two cool um, all right, I love this one too. This is number three, and this is about filling out camp registration forms. So, hopefully, a good time because yes. we're at the beginning of summer, and this is another yes. one um, that I was like, Oh, that is really smart. Okay, so,
1: so <laughs> um, now in this day and age, you would think that more schools, camps, uh, organizations, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, would have moved online fully for the registration, yes. but you would be wrong. No, (laughs) no. You would be completely wrong. (laughs) So it took me a long time to kind of figure this hack out because I would sit down and it was when I had three kids. That was my tipping point. And I I was enrolling them all in something all at the same time. And I would sit down and fill out the same information for 90% of the form three times.
0: Health insurance. Yeah. Address. Yeah. Sometimes it would be. Yeah. yeah. And
1: sometimes it'd be multiple forms. Like you'd have to have the health form. Then you'd have to have the registration form. Then you might have to have like... I don't know, some demographic form or emergency contacts, depending on what you're signing your kids up for. Sometimes there's multiple forms. So I realized that instead of signing, you know, sometimes filling out like nine pieces of paper, or now that I have five kids, sometimes (laughs) filling out like 15 pieces of paper, I could just fill out the information that was the same for all of my kids, leave the rest blank, and then make copies on my home copy machine slash printer which most printers I feel like now have yeah. scanning and copying yep. capability. Nurses. Um, it saved me so much time and also just hand cramp and annoyance that, you know, like something that's not even that big of a deal, but it's just so annoying, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so now then I go back through and I fill it and I just fill in Owen on Owens right. and William on Williams and Clara on Clara's and right. so everything all else it would is, be is
0: basically like name and date of birth the things right. you know, that's, yeah, age, yeah. of course. Right. And whatever. But yeah, there's so much that would be common.
1: Exactly. And that really did save us. It saved us a lot of time. It's just saved us hassle. And it's something that when I thought of it, I was like, oh, my gosh, I am a genius. You know, so.
0: <laughs> now, you said in the post, I remember you saying something about how sometimes these are on a certain color of paper. Yes. Like how, like, the camp sends home the blue sheet and the yeah. yellow sheet and whatever. I have found so, yeah.
1: that most places don't really care if yeah, that's I would the color that. you return it in. I think that they just have their system. Um, but, you know, the irony is most of them are taking that those sheets and then entering that information into a computer. I know. So it's like, let's cut out the middleman, people. I but I think they just haven't cu- quite figured out a way yet to move completely online, which is fine. Um, but I've, I have not... The only thing I've run into a problem with, like, at school, is those half-emergency cards are, like, on cardstock. Yeah. They want those on cardstock. Yeah. Stock. yeah. Um, although that is starting to move online more and more. So Ours now, is, actually. Yeah. 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 And... Um, Sometimes like certain health forms, but I've never really had a, I mean, even like shot records, like one year I only, I accidentally only grabbed one packet from the kid's school and I only, in our state, like the immunization record is green. Okay. And, but it's not just a regular sheet of green paper. And I was like, oh no, I only have one. And then I went on the, the website for the county and they had them available for download and they were just white. So it's like, I bet there's some huge stock of like the green ones someplace that they're still working their way through. Yeah. But when and it helps, it helps right I'm down. sure
0: from the administrator's perspective, it helps them stay relatively organized if right. they're color coding, but it's not like they're going to refuse your form.
1: Exactly. So yeah, I'm, not wor- I'm not too worried
0: smart. about it. <laughs> and that, that goes right into school year. It doesn't have to be summer camp yep, stuff. Yes, so exactly. That is a year round shortcut. I yep. love it.
1: Yep.
0: All right. So the the fourth one that I saved for last is um, called. If you hate folding laundry, stop doing it. And this is another... Okay, so this is really a year-round hack too, but I feel like summer creates more laundry for some of the reasons we've talked about, like going to the beach, swim, changing clothes, just being home all day and like deciding to change your clothes in the middle of the day like some kids do or getting dirty, whatever. Um, So I feel like I had this revelation after my third kid that there are certain things that do not need to be folded. And I have no idea what, like listeners out there, you may be like already not folding these things, or you may commit to folding everything or somewhere in the middle. But I was folding, you know, I was folding pajamas, um, kids' pajamas. I don't know. It just felt like I was going through the laundry and I was folding them. Um, You know, dish towels and cleaning rags and all of that. And there's like a list of things now that I – do not fold, especially in the summer when you're traveling more and laundry builds up. Mm. And I think the bigger part of this hack for me was not, okay, I don't fold, you know, my kid's pajamas anymore, but stop feeling guilty about it. And in the post, that's what I talk about is if you, if you tell yourself you should be folding this pile and you don't, you have the laundry guilt, right? We all have Mm -hmm. like the laundry guilt and the pile that just moves from the bed to the floor or the, you know, whatever. And I just feel like there's a few categories of things that for some reason I felt like I should be folding. And so if they were unfolded, it was like this nagging thing that I hadn't done. And so once I flipped a switch and said, okay, these are the categories. And it wasn't like one day I sat down and decided, but it just kind of evolved where I now no longer feel like that's something I need to fold. So the cat, And that's kind of what I talk about in the post is if you hate folding laundry or if there's just too much, like give yourself a break on a few categories of things that you just don't need to fold or they don't – it's not going to make or break your life. Right. And I think if you think about it, it's more than you think. So here's my little list. Um, and I say in the post, I start with underwear and I say, just kidding. I never folded underwear to no, begin with. Can. But you if, if, you really are, <laughs> if you are folding underwear, that is the first place I would stop. And we're not, we're not giving you a hard time. If you fold underwear and it adds meaning and value to your life, then by all means keep doing it. But that is the first place I'd start stop whatever. Um, you started socks, stopping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, socks. When I get like overwhelmed, I don't even pair them. I just sort them by owner and put them in the bin so they can find matching again. It's summer. Like you talked about with the pajamas, like if the matching socks are crucial, then maybe, it, but if they're not, Don't stop. Stop. I don't even turn them inside out. I just sort them by owner. And Mm -hmm. then they each have a little bin. Um, Pajamas was a big one. For some reason, I'd always folded kids pajamas, even the baby pajamas, like the, you know, the zip up full pajamas. I'm like, why am I doing that? They're going to bed. So it goes back to, we've come full circle to your, (laughs) you know, your first (laughs) hack. So I just, all the pajamas without guilt, just go in a drawer. I do usually turn them right side out if they weren't already like that. So that's easier for the kids. Um, Towels, I fold bath towels because I like that and I know you like your towels, folded a certain way. Um, But I don't always fold dish towels or beach towels. Like if there's a place in the house where they go, Mm -hmm. like a basket or something and they're clean and I know where they are and everybody else knows where they are, I don't don't fold them. Sometimes I do if I'm like in the groove, but I don't feel guilty by taking clean dish towels and putting them where they live, which is in a basket in our, because I feel like a dish towel is going to hang on a hook anyway. Right. Um, and then I don't have an infant anymore, but I do feel like most infant clothes, like onesies that get, Mm -hmm. you know, they get stretched out. I mean, they're meant to be fairly form fitting and soft cotton things. If it's going to show wrinkles really a lot, then maybe you want to fold it. But there's a lot of infant wear that could just go right into the drawer. I don't think
1: I folded anything when, with my infants. Yeah, see, I don't, and so that's what I'm saying. I may have been folding these things like Well, I'm sure wait, with the first long. one I did. Yeah. When I, mean, I wanted to have like those little rows of, you know, perfectly folded onesies. I'm sure with Jacob and maybe with Isaac right. I did. But by the time I got to, you know, Owen and Clara, it was yeah. just drawers full of clothes cuz they're tiny. Yeah. It's hardly you can only get like one fold in. Yeah, so <laughs> and and by the same logic you can only get one wrinkle. Like they right. just can't Exactly. Wrinkle. Exactly.
0: So, I feel like the big one for me about this was that I I actually like sort of categorized in my head these things no longer need to be folded. And now Mm -hmm. it gives me great sort of satisfaction to like pajamas especially, you know, to just separate them put them in a drawer and there, I, I never have felt the need to fold them again. So I think with the, the reason it was made it into the summer series is that summer does create a lot more laundry, I think, and yeah. you're traveling more. And if the laundry just backs up, just give yourself permission and just tell yourself it's only, it's all in our own heads, right? right. Unless, unless there's someone in your family. That's really like, okay, I, I really need you to fold this this way, right. but <laughs> accepting those scenarios is all in our own head. What we've decided needs to be folded. So change, change it up and shorten yeah.
1: the list. And, and, or, you know, come up, like, I think I might've commented on that post or maybe just talked to you about it in person. Um, like I do fold everything just because I don't know, once I'm in the groove, also I have like bigger kids. Mm-hmm.
0: That's and not I true. I
1: don't fold underwear and I don't away. fold socks. My, but,
0: uh, my kids don't put as much away yet. So yeah. the folding and putting away is right. still mostly me. But so. what I
1: but I have given myself a break in other ways on laundry. So, for example, like we um, – I sort things into baskets. And if the kids just want to, like, live out of a basket, I'm not <laughs> really going to worry about it. As long as I don't have to put anything in their drawers and it makes it to their bedroom and I don't see it. And as long as they don't mix clean laundry in with dirty because that will make me – that, that yes. Do you ever want to see mommy lose her crap <laughs> yeah. over here? Um, it's when I'm <laughs> going through, like, dirty clothes and I find folded up shirts in it. Yeah. Yeah, mo- mommy, yeah. mommy no likey. But <laughs> – Um, so that's like one little way I've kind of given myself a break. And another way is like for us, for socks, not only are they not folded, they're not paired, they're all in one basket and the kids need to fend for themselves. And I did that because I got so tired of separating socks for people and then having them like finding them under the couch or Mm -hmm. having the kids like say they couldn't find socks in the morning. So now there is literally one big basket of socks. And in That's the morning, awesome. you come and dig around. And the funny thing is now apparently it's cool for kids to not wear matching socks. Yes. Yes. I've seen that too. So they – and sometimes like Owen will go to to school with like one of John's socks on <laughs> and one of his. And it's hilarious. I'm like, Owen, oh, because I like the way they cover – he goes like, go all the way to my thighs. I really like how they cover my knees and keep me warm. And I'm like, all right, dude. I, I have battles to fight and this is not one of them. Yeah. So. For me, that's an all year round thing, um, the no folding. But I do agree that in the summer it becomes, it's just one more way to make your life easier is just to give yourself a break on those laundry things. Well,
0: and I think like the the iconic laundry pile that needs to be folded is something we can all relate to. And if you're just someone who's like, I tend to be kind of like, like fatalistic about chores like that sometimes and you've written about this before I think of you when like a mess is so big that you're like, oh I can't deal with that. Ugh, when yeah. really like when really like you can deal with it. But yeah. the giant laundry pile really has gotten smaller because yeah. in in my mind it's like it's all gotta be folded and put away folded. And so if I just sort of tell myself that these are categories the biggest two have been kids' pajamas because I have three kids and they in you know they often wear you know, different pair of pajamas every night because they sometimes get it dirty in the morning or whatever. So a lot of pajamas and kitchen linens. Those were the two biggest categories, like the dish towels and washcloths and cloth napkins we use in the kitchen. And, you know, for a dinner party, it would be nice to have cloth napkins that aren't wrinkled, but most nights are not a dinner party. And so,
1: most nights are not. <laughs>
0: As, as you may know from listening to our episode exactly. on Table Manners. Exactly. Oh, awesome. So, all right. So those are kind of the the four that we thought we would feature today um, from Summer Shortcuts. Do you have anything to add or any other? No, I want people shortcuts? to get their free yeah.
1: copy of the book.
0: All right. So let's tell them how to do that. So, um... It's so funny. Sometimes you and I can overcomplicate things. And this is one where we're like, let's just have people email us and we will send them the book. So this is yes. about as simple, <laughs> about as simple um, as it gets. All you need to do to get the ebook for free is to send us an email at hello at the You can say whatever you want, and there you can introduce yourself, tell us you listened. Um, we would love for you to leave a rating or review or subscribe in iTunes, but we have no whatever or whatever, of- whatever you're yeah or whatever you know, your platform of choices is. Mm-hmm. But there's no requirement for getting this yeah. ebook. If you have happen no way of to knowing. like the show and have <laughs> subscribed, we'd love to know. But we, yeah, we have no way of knowing. Um, so just send us an email and tell us you want the ebook, and we will reply with a PDF of the ebook. It is that simple. So um, and it is really us on the other end of that email. It's not. Yeah. It won't be an auto response. It will be one of us replying and saying, "Here is your ebook." So
1: I'm hoping we'll be so flooded with yes. responses that we'll be up all night. Yes. Replying to emails. Replying to emails. (laughs) So again, it's hello at
0: themomhour.com. And just let us know that you listened to this episode and that you'd like the ebook and we will send it to you. It is that simple. Very good. I know. Um, So the ebook will be available for purchase um, on thehappiesthome.com and on lifelisten.com, themomhour.com. Probably all those places, right? We'll find a way to to make sure people can find it. And, um, starting when this episode airs.
1: Yep. 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 So, Really excited about that. Thank you so much for listening. I want to give another shout out to Kimberly Clark for being our sponsor this month. Um, hashtag celebrate family values, or you can go get discounts on their products at the Um, And look for at the happiest home for more posts from that campaign. I've been writing a lot about celebrating family life and like little fun things you can do with your kids. And um, we're going to talk on our next episode, I think. Yes. On, yeah, we're uh, talking about camping, camping, with, camping with kids, with kids um. next which is something that we've done kind of a lot and you've done, and not, we've done much.
0: not at all. So okay. we'll
1: be asking. No, but I would like to, right? Yeah. So I, I, it's one of those episodes where I ask you a lot of questions. Make it, you know, make it easy on yourself is, is my tip, but, but we'll go into that more in the future episode. Again, check us out on iTunes. Uh, just go to themomhour.com to find all of our episodes. You can, if you don't like iTunes and you want to listen in some other, um, in some other format, Hey, if you don't find our show on your podcast platform of choice, please let us know. I've yep. tried to make sure I get it in every one that people use, but sometimes mm-hmm. things slip you know, things slip through the cracks and yeah, I don't let always us know. just let us know. One other thing is we've been getting some great comments on the yes. show notes posts and um, you know blogs don't get that many comments I know. anymore that's been it's been really, really exciting pleasant surprise people yeah. don't
0: comment on normal blog posts let alone with a podcast you have to purposely then go it's not like you just
1: finished reading it you have to right. purposely go find it and exactly yeah so we've we been really grateful that. for that and it's been a really, conversation yep um also you can check us out on twitter at the mom or that's the mom hour at, at the, the mom hour <laughs> okay so that's i think that's all the spiel i have to that give that is right? a
0: happy last day of school to thank you, you. guys Happy last day of school
1: to anyone else who's finishing up a school year, you know, this week when the show comes out. Uh, We'd like to hear from you guys. So please do reach out. All right. All right. Talk to you next time.
0: Guess what, Megan? Over 10,000 teens are already using our sponsor, Erica, to help them unplug.
1: That is amazing.